Well, good morning, everybody. It's so good to be here and uh, see your faces. I, I pray that uh, as we come together, that we'll be one mind and one accord and, and uh, glorify in God. And uh, John Sandy could not be here today. I pray for him and his family. His sister's not very well. So uh, with that being said, we just uh, start the, with a little bit of prayer here. And I just, uh, let's just let God lead today. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your shield of protection around each and every one of us this week, dear Lord, and we give you thanks for that. As we come, uh, dear Lord, just be with John Sandy's sisters, dear Lord, and help them. Put your shield around about them as well and guide and direct. Dear God, as we come here before you, I pray, dear God, help me give us a lesson, dear God, to give what I ought to give, dear God, to, to your glory. We just give you all praise and glory for everything. In Jesus' name. You know, here the last several weeks we've been uh, in the Connect class, we've been on uh, the topic, and this is a question, and I, I want to, and this has really been on my heart here lately, um, and hopefully it will be on your heart. Is your faith growing? That hit me pretty hard. I've been in church ever since I was a little kid, and I think many of you here has been as well. But is your faith growing? And I think we need to look into that. And our class is, this is part three, I think, on, on our lesson. It just continued on, and that's the way God leads. So I want you to ask, you that, ask yourself, as we, as we read, uh, go through our lesson, I want you all to ask yourself that question. Is your faith growing? And, and faith is uh, big the big topic, so in, our, in all of our life, every day. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and the first verse. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, um, we have to walk by faith because a lot of things we don't see. If you see it, it's not faith, is it, a lot of times. Uh, we have to, as, as believers... We have to get up, believe in God every day, and continue on. We pray for things. We pray for results. We pray for answers. We pray for guidance. We pray for, and sometimes it comes very quick. But God's timing is not our timing. So, you know, it's, this, this question hit me. And, and as I can see you all better than I can see myself, I believe, I see your faith growing, the ones I know. And I'm proud of you in Jesus Christ. Um, it encourages me um, when you go through bad things or good things, you glorify God and you can keep, keep on going and keep on growing. Um, do we fail sometimes? Sure we do in our faith and get weary and well-doing. But, you know, it's, it's encouraging to... Our testimony is... Um, should show our faith or in God's power. Um, we should be getting deeper into the Word of God as we grow. And, you know, the, how do you know that your faith is growing? Um, in one way, I believe, how's your attitude? I, I had a lesson on this before. How is your attitude? Do, do you get upset about things happening every day? Do you get disturbed and ticked off real quick? Um, 
maybe I shouldn't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I do get aggravated. But you know what? God will say, hey, well, wait a minute. I love you, and you prayed, and, you know, I got this. And we have to fully rely on Jesus Christ every day. So the flesh, we have to war against our flesh, against our spirit. So, yeah, I think, I think our faith is growing. I, I see it in you, and, uh, and I hopefully my faith is growing as well. Uh, as, we, as we was a child, we speak as a child. As we become adults and more mature, we get out of that childish way. We should. Uh, how many here, well, I ain't going to ask you that. Oh, don't, don't verbally answer this, but if you're 60 years old and you still have anger problems, how your faith? you got to answer that. Shouldn't you not be growing out of that? I, I used to be high-tempered as a kid. I didn't show it to Dad because he had bust my rear end. But as I grew, it takes, with God's help, God in me, it helps me uh, to grow what God wants me to be. Because the spirit, the word is spirit, and spirit is word, isn't it? So, how do you grow? You, you get into this word. How much time are we spending at, in the TV or on your computer? It, it reflects how your attitude is, how your faith is. You need to grow in God daily. Don't we eat? Don't we eat every day? The Word of God will feed you. The Holy Spirit will feed you and guide and direct you. But if you're not, you're not taking it upon yourself to get the nourishment through the Word of God, you ain't going to grow. Now, do I, here this morning, uh, I didn't know I, John Sandy was, wasn't supposed to be here. But I've been, have you all been studying, praying? Thank God I haven't. I thought, God, okay, here we go. Just help me, lead me, God direct me. You got this, not me. He uses you as a vessel. Is it inconvenient sometimes to be a servant of God? Sure it is, but it don't matter. It's not about me anyways, but Jesus and others. So I just want to be obedient. We had great classes I lead, I reckon, and you say, but I get more out of it. I praise God for that. I'm hungry for the word. Was I always? No. I go to church, and I wouldn't get much out of it, but what you put into it, then you get something out of it. You go with an attitude of praise, an attitude of thanksgiving. Remember when COVID was? We couldn't be here sometimes. There are a lot of places. I'm thankful we're here today. Out, allowed to be. And I praise God for that. You know, our faith should be growing. What do we teach people at, during the COVID time? Did we show them the fear that we had? I'm not afraid, folks. Are you afraid? I'm not. We're going to die one of these days. I want to die moving towards what God called me to do, same as you. I want, you all have a special calling on you. The faith in you should be growing and then you need to be going, same as me. Grow and go. So, you know, the Israelites, 
they, they was headed for the promised land, right? Their attitude, I believe their attitude, their faith wavered. They murmured and griped. How many here has went through horrible things? Trials, tribulations, horrible things. I think we all can say that. But you know what? Jesus Christ was there. You might not have been aware of it. Praise God. He was. Or I wouldn't be here today. Has my faith grown? Yes. Thank God. Have I mastered it? No. But I'll always be working on it the same as you until we die. I'm a, hey, who was the oldest person in the Bible? How? Who? And how old was they? Pardon? 960-some years. Well, guess what? As I read and study the Word, and you might think I'm crazy. Let me and Kelly talk about this. I was shooting to be 100, 400. Well, we changed that. I'm shooting to be 125. Now, you think that's crazy? Hey, I want if I have quality of life, and that's what God allows to be, in quality of life, my calling, you'll have a calling on you, you have a certain time to do it in. Your days on the calendar is take, taken off. Don't dumb around and lose that time for God's glory. Uh, our faith, isn't God great? Isn't he all? Isn't he great, good in all things he's done? Okay, with that being said, if he, he made all things, didn't he say? He said he made all. He made you. You think you're nothing. You think you're this little peon. You look, that ain't God's thinking, is it? It's not. You're children of the Most High God. When we get a grasp of that, our faith should be taken off. It took me, it's been about five years, and I finally dawned, God showed me through his word. Greatest, greatest things you, should, you will do, same as you. Through him, only through him. If I say anything, it's through Jesus Christ that we can do all things, right? Sam can't do nothing, you can't do nothing, but through Jesus. So quit thinking your thing and belittling yourself. Your faith needs to grow, and people's listen to you, right? They do. You affect people. Jesus affected people. He still affected people. You want to be that way? Sure, you can affect people like that. He got something special for you to do. Is our faith growing? Praise God. I, th I think for the most part it is. Don't be like the Israelites and murmur and write. If you do, repent, get up, and move on. How many times do you think, God, you brought us out here to die? I don't think so. He's not excited. He's not excited. He knows the time you're going to pass. A lot of people say, oh, you all, you be careful, be careful. I'm a, I'm a timber man. I've cut trees. I've been broke up and hurt and all kind of stuff. But you know what? The road out here is more dangerous, I think, a lot of times than the woods. People's crazy the way they drive. But you know what? I pray and go forth. If you're afraid, you won't. Fear will cancel your trip like the Israelites.
It will. Fear will cancel your faith. God showed me something here a while back. <clears throat> we all, if you're true believers, I don't like to say Christian. I think true believers, there's believers in a lot of things, but true believers in Jesus Christ. Okay? We all remember the body of Christ, right? We've got every, all of us has something to do. I believe that. Okay. How many here has a broken arm or leg had it in cast? I have. Okay. Okay. When, when you have that in a period of time, I had my uh, broken ankle ten and a half weeks in the cast. I mean, it was still part of me. I couldn't walk on it. I had crutches. Well, I thought I was doing good. It didn't hurt. It, it was weak. I knew, I knew that. And I thought I was doing very well. Well, they took my cast off. I stood up and fell down. I had no strength in this leg. I could feel, but I had no strength. How many of us in here has handcuffed or put a cast on something in your life? You, th you got it. It's part of you, but you don't exercise it. When you don't exercise your faith, it gets weak and is no good. God showed me and said, okay. What about, what about uh, our faith is, has to be growing by the Holy Spirit, right? You got to be in the Word every day. Read every day. Isn't the Spirit more precious than your physical? It sure is. You got to feed the inner man. And how we do that? It's how you walk, how you talk, what you watch, what, who you're around, who you become. I know some of us can't, we come along people that cuss and stuff, but we're supposed to be a light. But you've got to be aware not to be partakers of that. I mean, I think, Dustin, you work on the public. A lot of you do. But be aware, we're supposed to be the light to the world. Don't be like them. Are you like them? Is my faith actually showing what I'm talking and I'm walking. So, faith as a grain of mustard seed, like my, it grows to be huge. Expect for great things, that mustard seed in your life to grow. Jesus Christ died on the cross, the made a way make, and make it more abundantly for you. In all aspects of life, I believe that's in Everything, everything you do and say, if it's the glory of God, it's your grow. That's your wealth, your health, your spiritual walk, mainly. Uh, but God's word is true in every man a liar. Quit belittling yourself or thinking yourself small. Now, I think there's something to be said in, in uh, pride. There's a difference in pride and faith. And we're not going there today, but I, I think you all know that. Um, we're very unique, but we all have a story. And what is your story going to be when you are on your deathbed? Are they going to say, man, that person's faith in Jesus Christ was great? Or what, what are they going to say? Is your faith growing? Now's the time to evaluate what you're doing. 
a lot of times I don't, where, where are you in your life? I'm condensing this stuff down here. I got so much, praise God. But we do need, we deceive ourselves a lot of times. My favorite verse in the, in the Bible is James 1 and 20. But be used doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own self. How many times do you deceive your own self? Evaluate yourself. What, what's coming out of you here? Out of the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaketh. Out of the heart. Did I said it backwards. I think it is. You, what you speak is in your heart, right? You don't say nothing you don't mean, usually. So I want you all to evaluate, take him. Where are you in your faith? You need to be growing. If you're still angered at 60 years old or 40, 30, 20, and you've been on the road as being saved, evaluate that. You need to be growing. You need to be, like I tell the class, and I heard Jim Rohn say this, you need to be getting wiser, getting stronger, getting better, right? You do. That's the word of God. Okay, Jim, I've got two things I'm calling to say. Yes. Yeah, praise God. <laughs> you get the mic. Anybody want to speak, get the mic because they can't, they can't hear you. Okay. So, two things. One, I was in Galatians 3 this morning and something powerful. The blood of Jesus cancels sin. The blood of Jesus is so powerful that it cancels sin. So, if you're dealing with a sickness or disease or fear or anxiety or anger or whatever, right. the blood of Jesus cancels that. That's not who you are in Christ. The question is, who are you serving, the flesh or the spirit? Because when you are obedient to the spirit of God, then you, have, you are backed by the Holy Spirit and the power of God. You know... We were talking, Don and I, before church, that when Jesus died on that cross, he led captivity captive. Okay? He made, he humiliated the enemy and what the power the enemy had over us. Sin was broken. And I think I read somewhere in the Old Testament that when a country conquered another country, they would take the king and, like, cut off his fingers and parade him around the um, country just to show them your enemy is defeated. They're powerless. Well, that's what Satan is when we are in Christ. So here's another thing. You said faith without works is dead. Here's an issue, too. Our works are going to be tried. So if the works that you're doing are in the flesh, they're going to be burned up, wood, hay, stubble. But if you're being led of the Holy Spirit to do a work, then that work is going to be tried by the fire, and it's going to be the gold, the silver, and the precious stones. So sometimes we have some great ideas that we want to do for God, but it's not coming from the Holy Spirit. It's coming from the flesh. Well, anything that is of the flesh is filthy in God's sight. It's corrupted because it's coming from a, that corrupted. And oftentimes we want to pat on the back. Look what I did right. for the Lord. Look what I did. Or we have these great ideas or good ideas that aren't of God. So if we do these things, 
they're futile because God didn't ask you to do it to begin with. What we need to do is find out where God is working and come alongside him and help him work. There are opportunities all around us, but because we don't have the spiritual eyes to see or the ears to hear, we don't recognize where God is working and where we can come alongside him and help him accomplish his will. Anything born of the spirit has life, but anything born of the flesh is death. So we have to be obedient and crucify that, that carnal nature and, and do the will of God. So we have choices every day. Amen. So we can choose to be angry or we can choose to crucify that anger under the blood of Jesus in obedience to God with the power of the Holy Spirit behind us. I know I had shared this in class before, but I want to share it again because I thought this was beautiful, something I read uh, recently about theology. God is, is one individual, but in three parts, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So God the Father is your creator. He created you, okay? He created you on purpose. Hell was not real estate that people were supposed to possess, okay? But we failed through Adam's sin. So what did he do? He sent his son Jesus to pay the penalty for our sins. So Jesus, when he came to earth, ransomed us by his blood. He bought us back from the slavery of sin. And now we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God's dear son, where Satan can't touch us because we're under the blood. We have to have a realization that we are under the blood of Jesus. But we have to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. At any time, we can step out from underneath that, that... protection and do things our own way, but then we're just back into bondage because of our own choices. But this walk that we're to walk is one of obedience to the Holy Spirit. So after Jesus paid the penalty for our sins, God sent his Holy Spirit to live within us to give us the power to do his will. Okay? So when we try to do things for God in the flesh, we're going to fail. This flesh is corrupted. But when we crucify the flesh and come under the lordship of the Jesus, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, we have the power of the Holy Spirit in us. Amen. And that anointing is in us. And that anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. We should be going out praying for people and seeing people healed, delivered, and set free. We should be carrying the authority and the power Amen. of the Holy Spirit with us to do the greater works that God said we're going to do in the yes. Bible. But it's Amen. a choice every day. So we have to choose. Are we going to crucify the flesh and be obedient to the Spirit? Or are we going to disobey the Holy Spirit and choose to gratify the, the, the flesh? Amen. Amen. Stay up here. Yeah. 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 Kamari, yeah. Yeah. This, we have Connect class. This is the way it is. We want you know, interaction. Yeah. Praise you, God. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. One great thing. We've been gone for a month and uh, had a wonderful trip to Maine. And we spent five days of camp meeting. And the speaker there, Dr. Richardson, he was sharing so many people are concerned about doing. But remember, he didn't say this, but remember when the disciples sat with Jesus? He taught them they couldn't go until they had sat with him, being with him. Mm -hmm. And until we spend time being with him, we can't do anything. And another thing, unless we have a, and you're right on the money here, unless you have an attitude of gratitude, yes. you won't reach the altitude mm-hmm. that Amen. God wants us to reach. Amen.
Praise God. That's good. Anyone else? That is great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Be led to God. That's, that's great. Yeah, you got to spend time with God to let him direct you, right? God asked me several years, about three years ago, I believe it was, and I shared this class too. I want to ask you this, and, and I think God's going to ask you this one of these days, if he ain't already. One night I, I woke up early, and he, he asked me, he said, are you walking like you're going somewhere? And right there immediately I said, the Holy Spirit hit me, I said, yes. Not that I'm anything, but, but I spent time with God to direct me. He's directing me. Now, I don't know exactly where I'm going, but I'm going with God's help. He is calling me to be a teacher. I don't tell everybody. I'm not. I'm saying that humbly. And I know he's called several of you to de- be who you are, to do things. And if you don't know, that's okay. Don't be discouraged. God is not excited to the point that he's overwhelmed. He knows what's going on. He does. Confide in him. Say, God, you know I don't. Just give me the peace with it and go. That's what I had to do today. God, there's something you need to give, and it don't do no good if I sit back here on it. i got to help people. It ain't about me. How? I, and that's another thing. We, we're afraid to mess up. We are. That's, that's our flesh. Who cares? Well, I, I laugh myself. Do you laugh at yourself? Don't be too serious sometimes in messing up. We're children of God. He loves us. We get up and go on. Don't stay in the same place where you're at, that you've been 50 years, 10 years, and quit. Another thing, excuses. Quick excuse. Well, so-and-so did this. That's not godly. I can blame everybody. But guess what? Sisters, sister, we have a choice. God gives us choices. We're not little kids anymore. We have a choice every day. I choose to be happy. Praise God. Did I always do that? I wasn't the greatest at it, but I'm getting better. Are you? I choose to be happy. We're in the best country. The best, best stay here. Maybe, maybe I'm partial. Our country's great. But you know what? In order for things to change, we've got to change. If you don't like something through God, through Jesus Christ, help change it. He called you for a purpose on this earth. He just, just say, Poof, there you are, and then you exist. You, you go through school, you get married, you, you retire, and you die. That is not what God wants you. Now, we have taught here in this country, this community, to get a job. And, and that's, I'm not saying that's bad, because the Word of God says work. If you don't work, you don't eat. That's New Testament. If you're not working, there's some of you, there's, there's some issues. I know that. But if you're able, do something. If you don't work, you don't eat. That's Scripture. I mean, but I'm not getting on you for, for that. I mean, I've, I've worked. But God told me also here so about five years ago, and I'm always, I've always worked hard. I was never the biggest guy out there. I didn't care anyway. It's the fight or the work in me that God gave me. Not that I'm anything. I know all over here is workers. But I was doing it backwards. 
the Word of God showed me I've been messing up. Instead of working hard, and I don't think, don't quit not working hard at your job, but here's what the key is. God's Word, He says, work harder on yourself. Every day. Every day. And when I heard that, that I said, God, I'm sorry, I've been doing this wrong. Then he said, okay, now I can use you. Praise God. Same way with you. When you work harder on yourself, your attitude, your appearance, your, your daily routine, anything, do it as, whereas in the scripture it says, I'm paraphrasing, do everything as you do unto God. Are you a person of integrity? Not just faith. There's a lot of denominations around here. Denominations don't get you nowhere. As your faith, what's over the door don't matter. It's what's in your heart matters. I used to go, we used to sing a lot for years, and maybe you all did too, and go to different churches. I believe there's saved people, true believers in all denominations. And I've, I've felt the Holy Spirit in a lot of churches. Praise God for that. But we need to be working daily on ourselves. And I think I told the kids, and, and, uh, which I've learned, I've learned a lot of this stuff. I ain't, a lot of this stuff I never came up with myself, but some of it I have. But he'll, God will give you certain things that uh, you can share with people. It might sound like funny. I say two and two is four. I mean, that's pretty simple. I heard that on an Andy Griffin show. But I say that, but you know what? Little, little ditties or little verses, they, they're catchy. There's nuggets. There's, and the Word of God, little, there's nuggets. There's keys to unlock by the Holy Spirit in your life. But you also use other people's sayings and, and thoughts. It's very important, especially if you're based and lined up with the Word of God. So, does anybody else have anything? But I want to say another thing. Are we, are we active in our faith? But are you proactive? Okay, go ahead. Okay, we've been talking about... Um making those choices daily. And um, I was talking about this with Pastor up there this morning. There's a song that we're getting ready to sing, and it's about praising God. It literally is the song is, is such an awesome God. is talking about how good he is, how faithful he is, how selfless he is. And literally this morning when I had been praying, Lord, you know, what song do you want us to sing today? Is there, I literally asked him, I said, is there something you want to hear today? I mean, he's the one who's listening to us. So, you know, I wanted to know what, what do you want to hear? And this is the song that come to me, and so, but it, but he wasn't wanting that gratitude because he literally said to me, when I was standing there, he said, "This is the way you all are supposed to be. If God is selfless and God is faithful and God is awesome and He is holy and He is righteous and He is all these things, are we not supposed to be just exactly like Him?" Are we not supposed to be taking that spirit upon us that is inside of us and being that here on earth so that other people will see him? 
So why are we not taking on the character of God? So our daily choice every single day is building our faith by being in the scripture, finding out what his character is, and becoming that character. You're still going to have your personality. Everybody is made special and unique, and God made us that way for a reason. We have our personality, but our character is what needs to become God. Like, if you're a true believer, you should be less and less of you every single day as your faith grows and more and more of his character. Because through his character, that's the only way we're truly going to do the things that Jesus said in the Bible when he said, you're going to do the same things that I did, and you're going to do greater. But we focus more on the miracles. Not that that's not important. That's a huge part of it, too. But are we focusing on how do we get to that place? How do we get to where we can do those miracles? We can't do those miracles just like what he said. Like, we can't do that if we haven't sat with the Lord and figured out what his character is and became that character. We can't do what he needs us to do because we're too busy, even though we might be trying super hard, but we're still too busy fighting the flesh. We're still too busy making sure we're not doing it in ourselves. We're still too busy trying to make sure that we're doing it the correct way, making sure that it's his idea and not ours, that we've heard him correctly. But if we have the true character of God, then those things come second, nat- second nature to us. They're part of us. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Amen. What we've filled ourselves up with, I read the, the whole chapter on that. I looked that scripture up after you said that, and it's talking about if, if you're a good tree, you're going to give good fruit. If you're a bad tree, you're going to give bad fruit. You got, it's the character that's, that's in there. So if we're feeding that flesh, then that flesh is what's going to be the, the main thing. You know, so it's building the faith and gaining that character and becoming those things, selfless, generous, faithful, righteous, holy. But being that way, it's, it's, it's your character at that point. So when they look at you, they see the Heavenly Father and they don't see you. But with our personality, you're still allowed to keep your personality. We're not supposed to be robots. That's not what it's about. That's a good point. How many, how many in here, you, you want to be like somebody else? I, I used to be, and I think that's a great point. We have to be a character of Jesus Christ. We do. We're supposed to be. But you've got to be yourself. I can't be Emmett or Mike or Dustin. I, I can't be that. That's a fake. God made you personally to be like one of his children. You personally. So quit worrying about being like such and such. You want to be great like such and such. Don't, there's, we've got to keep focus on who God wants us to be, you to be, okay? That's, thank you, Megan. Anybody else? Yeah, Feel free. I'll pick up some on that. Come up here where you can't hear you. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they can't hear you back there and it loses the connection there. I love this. John and I um, play pickleball at this church, and it's a wonderful church, and it's a wonderful outreach, and we've met some really amazing people, and these women are so mature in their faith, 
And their pastor challenged them in July. It's called, I don't know, it's CSI, and I don't remember what it stood for, but it was something like Christian Service Invasion, where you just go out of your way to be generous to one another. Well, we were reading on the marks of a true Christian. I think it was in Romans 12. One of the things is to outdo one another in generosity. You know, this is something that we should do. We should love sincerely. And L.A., going on what you were talking about, an attitude of gratitude, anything that's not done in love, God's not in that. Love is the stamp that it is of God. So we do have to have love for others. But they just challenged me to go to that next level. But I just can't compete. I mean, these women are just so amazing. And I just told God, I said, you know, God, I can't compete. And he never expected me to. And when you said, is there someone that you're trying to be like? This is what God told me. Not audibly, but, but anything that's done in the flesh is corrupted. So anything that I try to do, no matter how good I want to be, is never going to be enough. I'm never going to measure up to God's standard of excellence. What he wants me to do is rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ and allow his Holy Spirit to work through me, which is going back to that. He sent Jesus, not only after Jesus died to pay the penalty, we are saved by grace through faith. Nothing we did to earn it. He wants us to rest in that finished work of what Jesus did. And then he sends his Holy Spirit to live in us to, to do it for us. So we, isn't that awesome? I mean that, you know, Jesus made the comment, come unto me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When we rest in Jesus and allow his Holy Spirit to work in us, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy. And you know when, when the Holy Spirit hits you, you know you're in the right place, right? You know that you know that you know. Ain't that great? Thank you. Yes. Praise God. Because I can always say that I knew the direction I was going was right. You know, you question yourself, don't you? Sometimes you go, well, God, what's going on? Am I right wrong? Through the blood of Jesus, yes, Amen. It's so wrong to look at someone. The Bible Bible says that no, no man after the flesh, but after the spirit. And how we have to focus our eyes, get our eyes off flesh. Right. Don't get our eyes on people. Get our eyes on Him. Yes, we do need to focus on Jesus Christ, not on people. You're you're right. That is great. Anyone else? That's, you know, this, this is not scripture, but I, I, I got a little story. And I've heard this, and I, and I agree with this. Okay. If, um, and then I believe this deals with faith. If all the money was divided equally here in the world, okay. And it, at a period of time, it eventually be back in the same place. You believe that? I've heard this. I believe so. Now, this ain't scripture, but we pray for money, say, say er, things. If you're not 
person of integrity, a person that can manage it well, is God going to give you things that you're asking him that you're not ready for? Our faith has to grow daily, yearly, to a point of maturity so we can handle certain things. As a child, you can't handle certain things, right? As you can now as an adult. Isn't that not right with God? He's not going to give you something you can't manage. We've got to start specifically asking God, direct me, help me, be a person of, of integrity more than ever. Uh, help me get wiser. The wise, wisdom is a principal thing. Proverbs says that. What's the principal thing? Main thing? After Jesus Christ. King Solomon was the richest man. He's very smart. He's a rich man. But he helped how many people? He had people watering plants, didn't he? And trees. But he helped, he blessed people with his wisdom. Same with us. As we get wiser, we get blessed with God's word more. With, and get more, what do you say? Um, things we got to do. God will direct you in that, in that aspect. I, I believe that. So, I've heard a lot of people be a millionaire, win the lottery, and they lose it in just a little bit of time, which I ain't going there about the lottery, but the people that's not wise, they blow it. It's not how much you have, it's what you manage. I know some people, like the old saying says, they couldn't manage a satin hen, you know. Have you heard that? They ain't too bright. Now, God said, Sam, you've been that way too, so I, yeah, I'm not pointing fingers. I haven't been the smartest. Have I lost money? Yeah, I've had some investments that didn't work out. But most of the time, but you know what, in that, I'm going to laugh. Kids are laughing back here. I learned from it. If it didn't work, don't do it again. It's pretty simple, ain't it? I tell Kelly, I said, I ain't doing that anymore. She says, amen. But, you know, it's, we're learning. We're getting wiser in Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. Let, it, let him direct you. And if it feels uncomfortable, you're probably in the right place. It, your comfort zone, and I told the class, and I've heard somebody say this, and I forget it was. The same thing over and over is crazy. And you're praying for something different, but you're not willing to get out of that rut or that ditch. You know what I pray? I pray to this class. I pray something comes down your rut to make you get out of it. I do. Because God don't want you in the same path. Every day, every day. He will direct your path. That's what he says. And it usually ain't where you want to go. But when you get in the unity of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, then you're willing. Then you're ready to run the race. Run the path. It's for God's glory, all of it anyway. When it's all said and done, it's about Jesus Christ and others, right? It's supposed to be. It ain't about me. It ain't about you. It's about others and Jesus. Have fun with it. it, it another thing, you're aggravated where you're at. Let me ask you this. What are you becoming where you're at? Are you becoming what God wants you to be? Where's your faith? God didn't make no mistakes. You need to learn, grow, and go. 
right? Have fun with it. I choose to be happy every day. Do you? Is my job hard? Is your job hard? My job's hard sometimes, physical. I'll tell you a few years. And I was talking to my brother the other day. I'm a timber man. I cut timber and I do it all. I mean, I run dozer. Two years ago, physically, I was crippled. Most people did. I was hurting. My back was out and my hip was hurting. And I say, God help me. And I get up every day and I focus on what I could do. Because if I focus on what I couldn't do, I could get down. And I say, God help me. And I cut, I cut five or six trees a day and top them with chainsaw and I drag them in, hurting a lot of times. And I say, God, thank you for helping me. I come back to and I wouldn't tell Kelly this. And I say, God, I'm, I'm hurting, you know this. And I didn't try to complain, and, and I know I had to repent a few times. But you know what? God helped me through them times. Was it hard? You dare come right, physical. Mentally, no, because I knew God was there. But you know, God's good. He never lied to me, and I knew that. I held on and focused on what I could do through him. And only through him I did what I did, not Sam. I can have the tenacity of a bulldog. But if it wasn't through Christ, it wouldn't be done. I know some of you all had physical problems, went through things. You know, somebody says, and I've heard this too, there's some things hard in life. You know what? You're going to have to do them hard. You are. That's just life. Just do them. But I'm going to praise God right now and what he's going to do and help us through you too. You're going through hard times right now. Don't let your faith waver. God's timing ain't yours all the time. But you spend time every day with God's word. Every morning, I get up when the kids ain't up, usually. I read my Bible every morning. And Pastor John told me this that has helped me and helped me grow. Thank God. He said, double up on what... Uh, you're doing for God. And I thought, okay, God, show me what I need to do. And I usually read a chapter every, every morning. So God said, hey, just read double that. So every morning I double that. Praise God, and it has helped me grow. I spent more time with God. When you spend more time with God, he'll let you know things. Not that I'm anything, but God will never lie. He will never forsake you. He will feed you. He will show you. He will grow you. If you choose, like sisters, you got, this is a choice, folks. This ain't doom and gloom unless you choose that path. This, I am blessed and highly favored. I thought that was about the craziest thing, even though I've been saved since 13. But now, you know what? I am blessed and highly favored. God didn't make no mistakes in me or you. If he says run in the Holy Spirit, I'm going to run. If he said do this, I'm now with God's help, I'm not going to do it on my own because that'll fail. But when he tells you to do something, do it. Don't hesitate, especially when the Spirit urging you to do it right then because the Spirit will kind of subside for a while and then it'll stir up. But right then when the Spirit stirs your heart, do it because nothing like the presence of God right then. Why are you here? You know, I've been in church all my life. And, with, and I'm going to say this with God's help. 
There's a lot of you out there, even listening online, and I've heard preachers, and, pre and they love Jesus, and I know that, and they help me. Don't get me wrong. And they said, do this, do this. In the Word of God, it says, do this, do this. My goal through God, and hopefully yours too, I've heard this, but I'm on. the how to do it is where I'm at. I want to know how. And God, through his holy word, will show you how. I want to know how. You show me how, God, and we'll do it. With your help, same with you. How many times have we been in preaching and teaching and they don't tell you how? I want to know how. I do. Don't you? You show me how. Tell me how, I'll do it. I'm better, I'm better to watch people and to show me how to do it, and then I, I learn that way better than anything. Or I write down something several times, about five times. If you tell me your name, I'll get your first name. Usually it takes me about five times to do that. Unless it's, now, if it's Bob or Sam, I got that. The last name, if it's different, but it's how you learn. Everybody learns different. But our faith has to to be exercised. Is it tied to your, is your faith tied to your, to your body? And it ain't moving? Is it? I had to repent several times and say, God, I'm sorry. I've screwed up. I messed up. But you need to be another thing. Are you a homebody? You're by yourself all the time. You need to be around like-minded people. True believers. After church, a lot of times I go out and we, we fellowship and do things. There's power in that through God. There's power outside these walls. And there's greatness here through God. But the people on the street see that. I've been in church services nobody's seen except the congregation. And I believe there's enough of the Holy Spirit to save the whole nation but nobody's seen except them 20-some people. How sad's that? I, I love that the John's televising this across the nation and so many other YouTube and all, all kind of stuff. I don't know, but you know what? I'm old school, but I can learn. I'm an older, older dog. I ain't old, but I'm an older dog. I can learn with God. Then he said, you, he can, you can do all things through Christ. All things. So God uses different tools and don't say that grandma and parent, grandpa said that ain't going to work well that's hearsay that ain't always so you know tradition ain't always correct habit ain't always correct your faith has to grow is it growing is your faith growing so and another thing when I ask you are you walking like you're going somewhere? I want you, this week, I want, to ask, I want you to ask you, to ask yourself and dwell on that to next Sunday. Are you walking like you're going somewhere in Jesus Christ? Are you? Come, come up here. Yeah. I can't go without him. Amen. Yes. Rick Renner one of my favorite teachers, shared something that I'll never forget. He, he shared this. 
He lives in Russia. He's a U.S. citizen, but he lives in Russia, also dual citizenship. And Rick Renner says this. He said, when somebody wants to come to Russia, I'm their guide. I can take them all through the Kremlin, every corner, every spot. I've been there. When the Holy Ghost fills us, the Bible says this, I will lead you and I will guide you into all truth. He's been there before we get there. So he shows us the way and he's willing to talk to us if we listen. I want to listen, don't you? Amen. I want to listen to him. Amen. That's good. Thank you. Anyone else? Yeah, something on your heart, you surely share it. And I've been, I've been uh, quoting a scripture, and I'm going to tell you where it is. Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. My opinion on what I say up here is not good if it ain't backed on the Word of God. I want you to check me, or check the teachers and preachers. When you're watching, listen, listen to them. See if they're on the right mark. I think now, now is the time we've got to be aware. There's false preachers and teachers. False, and, and, and I want to say also, check yourself. Where are you? Check your attitude. Check your heart. See where you're at. God will direct, has great things for you folks. Your brother has books. How many here has songs? How many going to write a book? How many, how many are you going to be teacher, preachers? How many? What are you going to do? It might not be televised or nothing, but God has something specific for each and every one of you. God never made no junk. So if he never made no junk, you're great in sight of God because he gave his son, Jesus Christ, to give you life and, and give it more abundantly. So the reason, you're re here for a reason. You're not just breathing, that's it. There's more to come. And with God's help, I, want, I think our church wants to figure out how to do things through God and God's word. That's where we're at. And I encourage you to, to, to get in a church that will teach you and help you and encourage you and, and love you. Without the love of God, I wouldn't be here. God has brought me safe this far, and he ain't going to fumble the ball yet. He's not, and he ain't going to ruin you. I think it's about time. I love you all. Pray for one another. Very important. You have a good week. Bless you.